saying he was one of my favorite characters on lost froger i loved lost i don't know why you keep calling him froger his name was neil he was the complainy pants the entire time yeah well once sawyer gives you a nickname that's your nickname like tons of fun or freckles doc or uh or john Locke. he called a guy john Locke, and then the whole rest of the show i mean that's like a poet it's not even like his name i think i remember saying something like that's what you think island of dr moreau or something yeah and obviously that stuck Right. That kept on. But mm. I don't even know, like, Frogert. I mean, like... It's short for frozen yogurt. Yes, no, I get... He was eating frozen yogurt one time, and the story was like, hey, Frogert. How do you even get frozen yogurt on the Island of Lost? Is that part of the mystical explanation? That's right. The island is magical. There was a Tickby? He got it from the polar bear. The polar bear opened a Tickby, and <laughs> that's then... That's right. That's anyway. the country's best, best yogurt. Best death on Lost ever. He's complaining, like you said, complaining pants. Yeah, Neil you're talking about. Neil. Okay. Neil Frogert. N- Neil. His name Frogert is Neil. Frogert. Nobody called him Frogert. Frogert. Oh is God. um okay is complaining you can't even make fire and then he gets hit in the chest with a flaming arrow oh you mean fire boobs hey. that was my nickname for him whatever and now everybody calls him that right nope because when ray gives you a nickname it's never heard again right hornswoggle why isn't hornswoggle answering well isn't that what i called you in episode three mm, yeah don't you get called them? Everybody out on the street, like people just come up to you and be like, hey, Hornswoggle. Because, like, when Ray gives you a nickname, it's here to stay no, in a sort of rhyming. I don't think so. Thing. Has anyone? Mm. Anyone mm. called you? Just you. Just me. Just and me. I don't think even in episode three. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is episode 41 of your favorite show of all time, Ray's and Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we got, we got to bring you the hard, the hard hitting sports stuff. We don't just talk just sports. We don't just talk sports. We talk pop culture. We talk make, about the Americans. We talk about True Detective. Uh, you know, Titanfall's coming out. But on top of that, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. We're big, big 10 guys. So the big 10 tournament's happening pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're all on top of that stuff. And also, baseball. But first, let's talk a little NASCAR. That was a baseball getting hit by a bat. That was you blowing out everyone's ear. Oh, my God. Stop it. That is the most painful. I'm taking out. Oh, my God. I can't hear anymore. Thank you. Was that a bunt? Are you done? Yeah. Thank you. Lots of topics to talk about this week. As we said before, the NCAA tournament's upon us very, very soon. There are certain odds that don't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Or do they if you think about them? Also, we have Titanfalls dropping today as we record this on Monday. Wow, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Meh. It's a big deal. It's going to be the greatest game. Anyway, we'll talk about it. It's going to be the greatest name, the game. It's going to be the greatest game ever starting with the words Titanfall. I agree with that. Thank you. Not just all of that, though. We have all that exciting sports, pop culture, et cetera, to talk about. We have a, we have a really good interview lined up. Mm-hmm. This is his last time on the show. I was a little bit let down, a little bit disappointed. I thought he was amazing. About his Super Bowl coverage. I I'm thought he was about great. One of our favorite guests, Hobo Bo, is back. We sent him down to spring training, mm-hmm. and um, he's gonna have he's gonna have all the scoop on us, as only he knows how to do. 
Yep. A scoop of what we'll probably still be figuring out later. And not only do we have a great show, I mean, my goodness, we haven't even recorded it yet because we're in the process of doing it right now. But I just know it's going to be great. And you know why, Brent? Why is that? Because this is our first episode partnering with the Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to thank it out. Big ups to uh, Phil Ranta, our uh, our luminary mm-hmm. friend. Who's, uh, Easy for you to say. Part. Not at all. No, I'm, I, I can't speak words. But uh, no, good guy. He's gonna, he's, we're now part of the Comedy Podcast Network. We're going to be working together, which means no doubt that the show will only get better as a result. Oh, yes. And uh, we just want to say thanks. For the memories. Is that that's a song, right? Yeah, I if you're from the nineteen twenties, sure. Ray shows his age on today's Ray. episode of Raisin Bread. I remember when we used to do USO shows. I remember when Bob Hope was a young pup. <laughs> Boy, he had a nose like a ski slope. Spent a spent a quick time in the Hooskow. Yep. Came across a better man. Can't believe can't believe Prohibition came and went. I can't even believe it's not butter. It's shocking to me. It looks like a cheese spread. What are we doing? I don't know. You ready to do the show? Yep. Then let's get it started after three seconds of Bill Collins. Wow, what an exciting season of NCAA basketball. Woo. Are you are you ready for conference tournaments? Uh, are you ready for March Madness? Yes. Because I'm ready for March Madness. I haven't taken a medication in weeks. Well, I'm excited, Ray, because I'm a Nebraska fan, and it's the first time since, like, the 90s that they've ever been irrelevant. Right, and for those of you who maybe haven't heard the show before, I'm a Michigan guy, a Detroit-area sports fan, Brent. Nebraska slash Kansas City. So he likes inferior teams, and uh, we're all about that heart, I like heartland. We talk national, teams. but our, our hearts are in the Midwest, or wherever Nebraska is. That's not really Midwest, is it? It's, 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 it can't get more middle than Nebraska. Yeah, but we're Midwest back when we, you know, it was the West. Yeah, that's true. Made me more like the Heartland. How about that? I always said the Heartland. That always made more sense to me. But now you have a Big Ten school, so now I'm all messed up. I know. Now it's like, oh, you hanging out with those East Coasters in the Big Ten? <laughs> you hanging out with them Marylands and them New Jerseyites? Yeah. Oh, what, did you go to Rutgers? Go to Rutgers and get a basketball thrown at your face? Yep. Pa-pow! Hey, say hi to the Terps. And we're back in old-timey voice, everybody. Yep. <laughs> How did that even happen? It's old timey Monday. It is. So, oh, congratulations! Do have to go out to Nebraska, though. They did defeat number nine Wisconsin en route to a fourth place in the Big Ten this year. And where were they projected to be, Brent? Dead last. Dead last. Well, twelfth. That's a that's a bad set of predictions, though, because if you didn't think Northwestern was going to be worse, in any case, Michigan projected to finish second or third, I think, in the Big Ten. First place, everybody. First place. First place. Thank you. And since it's a regular season award, I think we, uh, well, off air, mm-hmm. we made a little bet. We did. By the way, you should know. recorded it, right? We should, from now on, if we're going to make a bet, we're just like, we're going to wait till we do the podcast and put it, put your name on it. Wait a minute. You mean just because we want to have bets that we can hold each other to the results of, especially when shame and or other uh, things are on the line, we mm-hmm. should actually do it in the time we actually record talking to each other? Yeah. Why would we do it that way, Brent? That doesn't make any sense. Or does it? Oh, wait, it makes all the sense yes. in the world. Oh, goodness. So we made a bet that who is going to win Big Ten Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. I said it was going to be John Beeline of your Michigan Wolverines for essentially losing the two best players on their team, the National Collegiate Player of the Year last year in Trey Burke, and yet still winning the Big Ten first place. You have to reward victory. Hmm. And I would say a team that's that's 
predicted to finish dead last, that ends up getting a bye in the first round of the tournament, ends up fourth, moved up eight spots from where they were supposed to be. But just because the prognosticators also were bad, it doesn't mean that you deserve anymore. Two of their leading, their two out of their top three leading scores are guys that are transfers that couldn't even get off the bench at Texas Tech and Florida. It's a shame. And and then Taran Petaway leads the Big Ten in scoring this year? I would say, officially for the record, in the widest way possible, dude can ball. Uh, yeah. And also, by the way, Nebraska halfway through the season was 9-9 nine and nine and then kicked their third leading scorer off the team. Off the team? Why? And then won just for being a knucklehead. All oh, the time. So, in other words, a Nebraska Cornhusker is what you're uh, trying to it's say. More like a like a Detroit Lion, maybe. Yeah. By the way, Big Sue was at the game yesterday. Well, he went he was, there. He was, he was shooting t-shirts into the crowd. Did uh, did Richie Incognito show up? No. To just bully everybody? And <laughs> if, he, if he did. To shoot t-shirt you know, cannons at the players? If he did, he would have stormed the court by himself. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a big dude. Anyway, uh, for those reasons... I believe Tim Miles should be coach of the year. And we made this bet, and officially today, mm-hmm. it was revealed that the Big Ten coach of the year was John Tim Miles! Wait a minute. No, it was John Beeline. Um, hmm, that's weird, because I looked, and it said that the coaches voted Tim Miles to be coach of the year. Yeah, but the media, the people who actually whose opinions matter, oh. the people who actually follow basketball outside of one team said John Beeline was the coach of the year. That's funny, because the coaches who actually are coaches voted yeah, Tim Miles to be coach of the year. Too close to it. Can't see the forest in the trees. I think is there a parallel somewhere, Brent, where hmm, Michigan it's like and like 1997 Nebraska? all over again. Oh, my goodness. 1997? You mean the year Michigan won the national championship, and there was a pretender who the people, uh, some people say tied with them? Yeah, the, that, I believe that was the year when Michigan barely beat Ryan Leaf in the Rose Bowl, Ryan and Nebraska Leaf. curb stomped Peyton Manning. College Peyton Manning wasn't that good. I don't know what you're talking about. It took it's T. Martin to take that team to the it's next level. That's all you need to know. Very strange. Please. It's it's weird, though, that uh, the coaches could once again just get it so wrong. Is it just proof that coaches hate Michigan, and therefore every time we win something, it's like even more remarkable? I will say that what it revealed is that coaches are truthful, and insightful. Oh, dear Lord. Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. And that true. media is paid off just like Michigan's athletes. What is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, and you're glossing over. I mean, we, we, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. You were showing me a video earlier. So you were showing me these highlights uh, of the Nebraska game against Wisconsin. And oh, all yeah. power to them for mm-hmm. winning. Yeah, well, they, just, they were just repeatedly taking it to the rack. Is that what you were talking about? No, there's something else that happened on that video. Oh, was it the breakaway dunk that sealed the game? It, no, no, it wasn't that. Mm. Was it uh, when uh, Wisconsin missed 10 out of their 21 free throws? Was that? No, you're... you're, you're you're putting the cart way, way, way in front of the horse in this one. The most impressive thing and the most remarkable thing about the video you showed, and we'll put it up on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ray Brent podcast, so you guys can watch it for yourself. But the announcer, who's the announcer oh, for Nebraska? Kent Pavelka? Yeah, and it goes 3-2-1, and the Nebraska fans all storm the court. Or was it just Richie Incognito? I'm not so Well, somebody stormed the court. So he said... It's time to twerk. It's time to twerk. That's right. And we don't just you're just gonna let that go. Well, isn't it time to twerk when you get into the tournament? You, you, time to it's time to work. It's time, it's to, time tw- to go to it's work. Time to twerk. No, it's not time to it's not time to do a Miley Cyrus crazy person butt dance. Mm, is it though? Do isn't it? Do I want to hear a sixty five year old white male announcer for Nebraska twerk? He's sixty four. Oh, oh, my bad. Yeah. That was a guess. <laughs> 
based on his use of the word twerk. That's how I knew he was old and white. Nice. It's time to twerk? He's Mexican and he's 28. What? what? Well, I mean, you don't go back in time and you hear the ancient, like, Ronald Reagan's broadcast of, like, you know, of UCLA back in the 60s. Uh, yeah, you do. You're like, Mr. Gorbachev, it's time to twerk. Tear um, down that twerk. No, I'm talking about, like, using other dances of the of the moment. You know, you don't, you don't hear people going way, way back and just being like, it's time to do the Charleston, everybody. Actually, I think that's exactly what they used to do in the old days. Yeah, but that's not what they said on the radio. Oh, really? Do you have all the radio clips of back then, Ray? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> I'm a liar, too. Yeah. One of those two things is true. <laughs> yes, I have that, and I have all the old episodes of Fibber McGee and Molly. Life O'Reilly. I happen to have Jimmy Hoffa's body. I know I know where it is. It's in a bag in my back room. That's right. It's really disturbing, actually, now that it I, is. I shouldn't really be admitting that in public. Yeah. It's like your whole back room is Carcosa, am I right? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Won't we? A little true detective happening. But here's the deal. Nebraska, fourth place in the Big Ten. Michigan, first place. You tell me, make the case right now why Nebraska shouldn't be 1,000 to 1 odds in order to win the Big Ten tournament. In order to win the Big Ten tournament, why they shouldn't be 1,000 to 1 odds? Well, tell me why they're going to win. Why they're going to win. Make the case, I'm saying. Well, they're arguably the hottest team in the Big Ten right now. If I was going to make an argument, I wouldn't say they should win. I mean, they're the four seed. Michigan should win. Well, of course they should win. Michigan should win. Don't make the They're case the for one Michigan. seed. They're not your team. I You're know, not allowed to talk good things I, about Michigan. Like, I'm, t- I'm just speaking truth. Michigan is the the one seed. They should win. If they don't win, then they messed up. If somehow. they don't win, they shouldn't be a number one seed in the NCAA's, right? And, yeah. But if they do win, they should. And right? if they win the tournament, then they also should not be a number one seed. How dare you? How d- now, Nebraska? Are they in? I think. Yeah. Let's face it. The good teams in 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 the Big Ten are in. With uh, Michigan's in, Michigan State, Wisconsin's in, Ohio State's in. I mean, it's possible even Iowa gets in. Indiana, Nebraska's Indiana. like number Indiana's eight, like right? Seventeen and fifteen. But that's better than Nebraska this year, right? Yeah, Nebraska's nineteen and eleven. Oh, my bad. Yeah, and we swept Indiana. Well, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, Michigan should win. And thank you for thank you for making my point. For it me. should win. So. Uh, you know, speaking of making bets on the air, yeah, I think it's since time. Michigan should win, yes. then the bet is, you know, if Michigan doesn't win the Big Ten tournament, which okay. they should, Ray. They should. You said they should. They you just said it right here on the air. Should, yeah. Then I win the bet. Oh, you just want the entire field? No, I mean. I'm I, not that stupid. No, no, no. I won't take any of the four teams that lose in the first round. There you go. Oh, I'm wow. just taking so the other seven. Just wait till the Your second Your team should day. win, Ray. That's right. Where's your confidence? Why don't we just bet Michigan versus Nebraska? Who goes further? I'll say the number one seed, they should win the tournament, right? Okay. Okay, well, so you take the number one seed. Yeah, but that's a bad bet. And I'm not taking that. I'll take everyone that's not as good as Michigan. (laughs) I mean, if you're that confident about how they're going to just dominate and steamroll everybody, Ray, then just take Michigan. Who said about dominating and steamrolling? I just think we're going to win the whole thing. Yeah, that's dominating and steamrolling. No, it's dominating. Sure. It's not steamrolling. Uh, dominating, if you look up steamrolling, it's dominating by steamrolling. Yeah, I made the mistake of looking up steamrolling in the Urban Dictionary once, Mm-mm. and I am Don't never going to do it again. Don't do that. That was terrifying. Yeah. It was right next to um, Alabama Hot Pocket. Did you ever look up Don't do it. Cleveland steamrolling? That's not great. Yeah, I thought it would be something about uh, LeBron James, Mm-mm. and it turns out it's not that at all. Although, it also does mean when LeBron James charges as a Cavalier. He's Cleveland steamrolling? Is that yeah, where you're going with that? that's right. Oh, and that's going the other way. LeBron Cleveland steamrolls them. Okay, there's one team that's kind of an enigma, though. And aside from the Big Ten, because we're not just talking about local politics, etc. Wichita State 
has already clinched their seat to the dance. A lot of folks are saying since they went undefeated, despite the fact they haven't played anybody all year, that they are, in fact, supposed to be a one seed. Is this a team? They were in the Final Four last year as a nine seed. Do you think they make it this year as a one seed? Do you believe in Wichita State? I do, Ray. Here's why. They were in the Final Four last year. They were in the Final Four last year with a nine seed. A nine seed. That doesn't happen every year. Well, they were a nine seed because nobody knew who they were, and they didn't go undefeated. Well, uh, assuredly, yeah. But they didn't play anybody this year. They didn't play anybody last year. They went to the Final Four. And then they played Louisville. Yeah. And then they didn't win anymore. Right. Just like Michigan. It hurts when you say it like that. There were tears shed. There was blood lost. Yeah. And then your coach forgot how many fouls they had and started fouling when he didn't have to. Well, by then the game was over anyway. Well, it was when he did that, yeah. It was like he pulled a Chris Webber. I don't think it was that bad. That's the all-time most boneheaded play in all of the history of sports. Chris Webber calling timeout? Yeah. I don't know. Do you believe in Wichita State? Yes. Okay. I think Wichita State's going to go all the way this year. Really? I think Wichita State versus Michigan in the finals, bracket willing, that's your matchup. Interesting. If you had to pick two teams right now, who would you pick? Bracket willing, like you said. Yeah, bracket willing. I mean, if they end up in the same comp or the same side or whatever, there's nothing we can do about that because it hasn't been announced yet. I love Florida. Florida. And Michigan State. Michigan State, shut your mouth. Shut. Now I know you're trolling. You you actually believe Michigan State? Well, yeah, I think they've been kind of like just laying in wait. Like, oh, it's cute. You know why they've been laying in wait? We're going to let them get their little... We they haven't gotten a regular season title since 1987. Let's just let them have one, Michigan. Yeah, you know why they're laying away because they're not that good. That's why they're laying. Well, away. I will say this: Keith, Appl- Keith Appling was hurt, and now he's not hurt anymore. Yeah, Mitch McGarry's been hurt for Michigan all year, and now he's not hurt. What are you talking about? Is Mitch McGarry really coming back? Yeah. Wow. And that's going to make all the difference. And also, one more uh, point uh, for all you fans out there, Michigan State. I, I know you're trolling. We're going to be doing a Raisin Brent podcast NCAA bracket, probably on uh, ESPN.com. And once we get some details of that, just keep an eye out for it. We'll put a link to our, in our show, Facebook.com slash Ray Brent podcast. We'll put a link to it up there. If any of you guys want to come compete against Brent and myself in our one bracket of truth, one yeah. bracket of, of power. So you've got, you've got Wichita State and Michigan in the finals. That's right. And I've got Florida, Florida and Michigan and State. Michigan State. Sparty. Is this the fifth bracket called the troll bracket? Is that what you're going to put together for me? That Michigan gets jobbed out in the first round by like uh, Mercer? I'm still Is not sure. Is that sh- what you're looking at? I'm still not sure they're in the tournament, Ray. Michigan. They better win, they better win the out. Big Ten tournament. Get out of your band. All right. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little True Detective because this Do is. It. Yeah. Cannot, we're just gotta, this is a show that you just got to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. So we'll talk about it after three seconds of Philip Bailey. True Detective finale. Finale. Season one. How incredible was that? Episode eight. Episode the episode I've been like just 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 jittering all week about. Just excited. Just can't even think about it. I'm living my day on Sunday, and and all I can think about is the finale of True Detective. Just tonight. And oh yeah. my gosh, did not disappoint. Oh, um, by the way. Oh uh, my gosh, how incredible was spoiler that? Spoiler alert! If you haven't. Oh, by seen the okay, it. okay, yes. Before we go further. You might just want to, if you haven't seen True Detective, it's, I don't even think there's that much to spoil, to be fair. We're going to talk about this. That's a spoiler. Oh, Good job, Ray. I just did it. Anyway, um, yes, maybe fast forward 10 minutes into show. I'll give you a second to do so. 
do 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 You know if they're fast forwarding, you're actually making it longer. They have to fast forward if you make noises. I was singing the Super Mario theme. Yeah, but then you're going to fast forward over that too. Okay, guys. So ten ten minutes from now. Do do do. You're doing it again. They still have to. Do you understand how? How does time work? Well, you think you think it's how does time twerk? You think it's something that starts and keeps going. It's more like a plate. It's flat. You think this is the first time we had this conversation, Ray? Yeah, spoiler alert, Rust. Oh! That's not a spoiler. That's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Also a spoiler alert, if you leave bread out on the counter for a week, it goes bad. That's a spoiler alert. I got this little fin thing on the back of my car that makes air more aerodynamic. Oh, spoiler alert! You're right. Oh, dang it. In any case, I feel like you've had enough time now. Go ahead, 10 minutes. Okay, so the biggest thing to me was... How unsurprising the episode was, right? That's the big spoiler. There's nothing to spoil. Yeah, I mean... There were no twist endings. It was straightforward, paint by numbers, then this happens, then this happens, and then they find the house, and then they find the dude, and then a fight happens, and then it gets resolved. There's no, like, crazy... Like, I read alternate theories, like, Woody Harrelson's character wasn't real. But at and least... All this other cra- and none of that ended up being true. But at least... One of the main characters died. Yeah. What? Yeah, the, the killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Neither yeah. Woody nor yeah. Russ Cole died. I know! Like, I almost, like, I felt bad. Because, but it made sense that they didn't die because neither, no, neither one of them were mortally injured. Are you kidding oh, me? Wait. Matthew McConaughey I... took a machete up into the stomach and then wrenched it a bunch of times and lifted up in the air by the huge monster dude. Well, I'll tell you what Are was... Are you kidding me? I'll tell you at least what was satisfying was that... That uh, big, bad, yellow king that they've been promising us? Oh, my gosh. Like, every episode references to the yellow king. And they talk about, you better not mess with the yellow king. Uh Uh-oh, wait till you get to his place in Carcosa. And then they find Carcosa. Oh, yeah. And the big yellow king is? It's just a big, fat, redneck guy that's, that's, uh, you know, messing around with his own sister. Yeah, he's Sling Blade. That's what you said before. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys want some potted meat? I got some out in Carcosa. Okay, well, to be fair, though, and, and here's the deal. How hot... Was that sex scene? Zero to 100? Zero to 100. 100 being the hottest. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking uh, uh, Antonio Banderas and Angelina Jolie in Original Sin to zero, which would be Pat uh, Oswalt it's, and it's, Big Fan. I would say zero is uh, any sex scene from the It's Pat movie. Okay, I would go with that. Yeah. It's a negative 10. What? It's even. He made flowers. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Now you're making me remember it again. <laughs> I thought you'd make flowers. And that wasn't hot for you? And he's like, come over here and sit on my lap. Because apparently he adopts a British voice when he's in the house, but he's sling blade when he's out the house. That made sense, right? Yeah, we're back outside and I better get me some potted meat. Mm-hmm. And then when he's in Carcosa, he suddenly has like a more understandable, less sling blade voice. Now I'm like, oh, is this Magneto now? Wow. Yeah, he turned. It was weird when um, when Russ Cole tried to throw that box of nails at him, and he just lifted his hand and then whipped him right back, Titanfall mm-hmm. style. Right, it was incredible. Ah, uh, so yeah. But you don't well, think the hey, Yellow King got paid off? No, because it was like a big fat guy who lived in a hovel, and then Carcosa was like a some sticks with maybe like some dog poop hanging around, and maybe like some rotted bodies. There was a rotted body. Yeah. Eh. I would say this about, you know, this about the Yellow King. At least he's a homeowner. Am I right? We don't know. He might be a squatter. Oh. 
Well, there was more than one house there. I mean, surely. E. Yeah. No, the part that annoyed me, and I would say this, you're talking about the Yellow King not being resolved. No, it was resolved, but it wasn't paid off. Like, they made it to be a big deal, and then it, like, under, you know. But he was a big, strong guy who was weird and gross. What more do you want out of your villain out of that show? Yeah, I want a guy that just goes around and paints houses and mows lawns. Ooh. Nothing scarier than that. Oh, it's like the Lawnmower Man. Yeah. That was a scary movie. Like the Lawnmower Man mixed with Sling Blade. Maybe that was the original pitch. Okay. It's a cop show, but it's like the Lawnmower Man meets Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. And then HBO said, in! And like, You can't talk me out of this instead one. Instead of just one of them being too old for this S, both of them were too old for this S. And the reason why it's going to work is one of those two guys is going to be from Cheers, and the other one will win an Academy Award the week before the finale. Mm-hmm. Drop the stick. Yeah. No, the part that annoyed me, though, is the green ears. And that's how they eventually found the Chambliss brother, and they found the Carcosa, and they found the whole house was, well, he said he had green ears. And then all of a sudden, Woody Harrelson looks at a, looks at a picture that's, uh, that's like, oh, wait, this house was painted green back in 95, around the same time as the complaint. Wait a minute. The house was painted green. The killer had green ears, according to an eyewitness testimony. Whoever painted that house must clearly be the killer. Yep. And that's how he put it together. And then Matthew McConaughey comes over to the board. And in a moment that I swear to God, I thought he was just going to look at it and be like, what the F are you talking about? He's looking at it and goes, oh, man, good work. Good work, Marty. You got this. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't make any. You know yeah. what? Batman deciphering a Riddler puzzle back in the 1960s made more sense than that puzzle being solved by Woody Harrelson. Yeah, what would have made more sense is like once they decide it's the guy with the green ears, then they, then they go to his house. And they're like, we better be quiet. We gotta sneak up on this guy. And you hear, you hear the guy from distance going, "Donkey, donkey, you hurt my green ears." It's like, oh, it's Shrek. Shrek is the killer. And Marty's like, Marty's like, hey, uh, can I come inside? And he's like, no, you can't. Now get in my belly. That is not what he should have said. And then that's terrible. And then he's like, it'd be a lot cooler if you did open the door. All right, all right, all right. See, that's if we were writing the finale. Mm-hmm. It would have at least made more sense <laughs> than some of the stuff that was happening in there. But how, how did he put that together? That didn't, just because it was green, that's just like, well, wait a minute. It was St. Patrick's Day in 1995. Let's find the Keebler elf. Okay, Ray. I mean, come on. I've painted houses in my lifetime, okay? And you got paint all over your ears? I did not. No. So what are we talking about? How did that even happen? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to paint this here. I'm going to use my roller. I'm going to paint this house. You know what's really good about these rollers? They really cool you down on the sides of your head. <laughs> no, nobody does that. Well, maybe he painted the house, and then he, you know, the, the house turned into like a green screen, and he thought it was something else. He just ran right into it with his ears. Or maybe, oh, and maybe this is it right here. Maybe the entire thing, his character was supposed to have no ears, so he had like those green, like green man things over his ears, Mm -hmm. and then they chroma keyed the whole thing, and the eyewitness saw the actual green ears because the green screen hadn't been put in yet. I think... No, still makes no sense. I think the most sense right now, now that I've talked it through, is that the most sense is that the killer was Shrek. (laughs) It was Shrek. It was a big... Kind of dumb guy with green ears. It would explain why his half-sister wife looks so much like Donkey. Right? Donkey! Oh, sure. I hear you're going to make some flowers on me. Donkey! (laughs) 
Get in Carcosa! You heard it here on Raisin Brent. You heard it here first. True Detective equals Shrek. Shrek. They made a big deal out of the spaghetti face. You know, it's supposed to be his burns on his face. It would have been better if, like, when they pull up and he's mowing the lawn, he's taking a little break. He just got Chef Boyardee all he's over his face. He's got a cup of noodles. Maruchin. <laughs> I'm messy. That would have been better. That would have been better. I mean, I thought when you do your housework, don't you normally just wear spaghetti all over your face? Isn't that your first step? You know, you put on, like, your, your goggles and then slap the, uh, slap the barilla on your noggin. Yeah. That's what I do. Oh, my gosh. I think we lost the show again. Did we lose the show? I think we did. All right. Like, should I crash it? Yep. Okay. There it is. Okay. But at least we did prove and we justified why we thought True Detective Finale was amazing. You know, actually, it doesn't really sound like we did that at no, all. No. It sounds like we actually kind of hated it. Actually, it sounds like it was very disappointing. Now I that thought I, I liked it. it when I watched it. Right when it was done, I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, they both inexplicably survived, and I'm kind of happy for those characters, and they got their man, and... You know, uh, Marty got redemption with his family, and Cole realized he actually wants to live, and he kind of becomes an optimist at the end, and now I'm just like, no, I like the ending of Shrek better. Oh, and one other thing that's uh, super annoying that my wife Melissa pointed out is they literally, okay, after the show, they they uncover like dozens of bodies, right? Lots of victims of the yellow sling blade. Uh, all over the the yard, and then there's the dead guy chained to the bed in the guest house, and just bodies, bodies everywhere. Wh- why was the one public? Why was uh, the original case, and then the second case that brought this entire show together? What was that about? Like he doesn't make know. a production out of the bodies ever. I mean, if one thing I know from like watching these type of shows, like Dexter or you know any s- Criminal Minds, any kind of serial killer, they scary shows they, like they, Hannah Montana, they ramp, they ramp up. They don't like do one and then like never do it again. They like yeah. get theirs and they have to do something even bigger next time. Yeah, beca- and then they you know get more and more close to getting caught because at the end of the day they want to just they want to be caught, so they keep getting more and more like outlandish. Mm. But here it seems like he killed a bunch of people, dumped them in the swamp, buried them in his yard, and then made this one wild production out of this one chick with the antlers and the tattoo of his, like, scar tissue tattoo on the back of his neck. Well, I can explain that, Ray. I had the set of deer antlers just sitting around. Yeah, because you had the house of a level two hoarder. That's why, sir. But yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, and then he goes back to just burying them in the yard again. Like, oh, I guess that was just a thing we did. Yeah, that deer antler thing was cool, but... It was also fun to just bury him in the yard. <laughs> I just let my dog Spot find him. Well, Turn him I... into potted meat. Mm-hmm. No, but it just, it just, di- oh my gosh, it's true though. Mm-hmm. We weren't happy with the True Detective finale. That's true. Yeah, it's almost like uh, if at the end of The Usual Suspects, he went back and like, wait, none of those things that he said were things that he said, so how do we know he's Kaiser Sose? Yeah, or or, or all of a sudden... You go back to the end of Usual Suspects, and then Kevin Spacey's walking with his limp, you know? And then he's passed by the street, passed on the street by a character you've never seen the entire movie with a big badge that says, I'm Kaiser Sose. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that guy was Kaiser Sose. Yeah. Nobody got it right the whole time. Yeah. Very un- uh, unenjoyable. He, and he, ru- he bumps into Kevin Spacey, and then all of a sudden he has his limp again. He's like, oh, thanks. Oh, I just fixed my limp. It was all in the <laughs> powers of my brain. And no. Now you broke my limp. You made my limp happen again. You broke my limp. You broke my limp. You do not want to break a guy's limp. Excuse me? Did you broke my limp? Uh, Sir, you mean lamp? Because you're you're holding a lamp in your hand right now. Ah! Is this not limps plus? So anyway... (laughs) 
As it turns out, <laughs> we we actually didn't like the ending of True Detective. How I is mean, it possible I liked it so much and now I'm, I'm talking it through and I'm like, no, it's kind of B-sack. Who knows? Maybe that's, the, maybe that's the brilliance of the show. Maybe we watch it again and we're like, okay, I do like it. And then we watch it another time and we're like, you know what? I hated it. But if it's truly brilliant, shouldn't we watch it every time and be like, I liked it? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Hey, what'd you guys think? I don't care. So let's go ahead and move on with the show after three seconds of... Phil Collins and Philip Bailey. Now, we got lots of good technologies here at the uh, Raisin Brent Show. Is yep. that right? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we got special like video walls. We can talk to guests here on the show. Got a, Well, we got Hobo Bo on remote. Hobo yeah. Bo's on remote. Well, I yeah. was getting there, Brent. Yeah. Got to let me Just get... Cut to the freaking chase, Oh, man. my God. I don't want to do the show anymore. Oh, good. Then it worked. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brent. I changed my mind. I'm Brent. And I'm Brent. Oh, my goodness. And this is a show about kicking Ray off the show. Hey, everybody. God dang it. Anyway, yes, we have Hobo Bo. He's our, our remote expert. Like, he really, you, you, you set it up, right? He travels the country, and you know, we, when we have an important story, we'll send him out to wherever we need him, and he'll cover it for us. Yeah, he covered the Super Bowl for us a few episodes ago yeah. and gave us some really important stuff uh, about Seattle, about Denver, and uh, we just want to say we've been sending him on a spring training. He's good at kind of, you know, Digging into to, to what's really going on at the, these different places and finding out what's going on behind the scenes. That's right. He gets the information that other people are afraid to find. Mm-hmm. And we've been. And what the good part is, he looks like he should be living in Florida. So when we sent him around the Grapefruit League to cover all the spring training for Major League Baseball, he fit right in. He was able to get the access. Nobody blinked twice at him. So uh, do we got him? Yeah, we got him. Okay. Hey. Uh, oh, there he is. Hey, Hobo Bo. Hey. Hey, Raisin and Bryant. No, it's Raisin Brent. It's the Raisin Brent show on mm, Hobo Bo. Raisin Brent. That sounds delicious. Yes, anyway, we've sent you around Florida. Just give some raisins. You, you feeling all right? Yeah. You ready to do this? Okay. All right. So uh, tell us, what have you learned so far? Like, what camps have you gone to in order to get the inside scoop? Yeah, speaking of inside scoops, uh, I was hanging out at the Detroit Tigers camp. Oh, that's very exciting. Over yeah. in Lakeland, Florida, uh-huh. if I remember right. So when I went to their hotel and I was digging through the dumpster, I found a receipt that was Miguel Cabrera's. Oh, from, great. From the frozen yogurt place. Okay. He got, his scoops said one of, one of everything. So he just got one scoop. Times three. So he got three scoops of every uh, available flavor. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, every topping too. Are you are you just calling him fat? Life, cinnamon life, Fruit Loops, extra sugar Fruit Loops, Captain Crunch, peanut butter Captain Crunch. Wait, those are all frozen yogurt flavors. They're just toppings you put on top. Oh my bad. Well, I just, see with the frozen yogurt, and then you could think put things on top, and they call them toppings because they go on top. Oh, okay. Well, this is really the inside scoop we're getting from uh, his hobo Bo. Uh, okay, well, I'm sure Lakeland wasn't the only destination on there. Did you visit, I don't know, did you visit the New York Yankees? They're kind of a premier team. I did. And what'd you find out? That was, uh, well, I hung out with that really old guy who looked like a Muppet. 
a really old guy who looks like a Muppet. Yeah, he plays between second and third base. Oh, you mean Derek Jeter? Yeah. Hey, did you get a gift basket at least? No, he he kicked me out of the hotel. I, I thought he was Guy Smiley. Guy Smiley. Oh, my goodness. Well, what, did you get any information, though, while you were there? Yeah, I was too busy trying to get the autograph of the Swedish chef or animal. So that didn't go very well. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, did you go to any of the other? What other camps you go to? I went to the Houston Astros camp. Oh, Houston Astros. Okay. Yeah. Now, they are known as the worst team in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not get ratings at home. They got a 0.01 rating for one of their later season baseball games. I, I can't, but what'd you find? Yeah. What'd you this find there? was very intriguing, Ray. Okay. I was digging through their hotel dumpsters, and everything tasted like tears. Tears and promises never fulfilled. Oh man! Or even hoped for. Oh wow! That's this. Or is... even thought of or imagined. And also, with the tears, was a lot of sadness. And there was just also at the bottom just a bunch of soggy, salty, unpurchased season tickets. Oh man! Oh Houston, we do have a problem. Wait, what? Are you talking about the astronauts? Did they ever get back? Yes, they got they got back home. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, yay. USA, USA, USA. Oh boy. All right. Well, thank you very much, Hobo Boy. I appreciate you doing the report for yeah, us. Yeah, no I'm problem. Not sure if you got any great information, but maybe uh, uh, Ray. I think. Yeah. I always think you like kind of undersell Hobo Boy. I thought he gave us some pretty good info. You think he gave us any inside info that we? Yeah. Just Are you make kidding up? me? Okay. We found out that Derek Jeter looks like a Muppet. Well, we already knew that. I kind of knew that yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah, impressed. Do you want me to go next time? Yeah, uh, actually, you know the Phillies. We can send you to fill the Philadelphia camp. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah, well, that might be a problem, Ray. Why would that be a problem? Because you know the mascot of the Phillies, the fanatic. No, I'm aware of the Philly fanatic. Yeah, yeah he's hilarious. Me and him got beef. You got a beef with the Philly fanatic? Yeah. What possible history do you have with the Philly fanatic? Well, it goes back to one time when he stole my beef. Yeah, I'm no. I have a lot of food, and I was trying to eat a big old beef, beefy piece of beef. He stole it. Stupid big nose fanatic. Why? Why would he do that? Yeah, you tell me. He's a fanatic. He's from Philadelphia. Brotherly love, my behind. You owe me a beef. Ho, 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 everybody! Uh, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Phil Phillips. Come. Well, that'll pretty much put a cap on another exciting installment of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, you know what, Brent? I got to say this right now. I'm very excited. Uh, the show's about to wrap up, but we'll do the contact information and thank yous and blah, blah, blah. And say, Titanfall. Yeah, Midnight release tonight. I'm so excited. You're giddy. I am. I was as more giddy than I was before I saw the True Detective finale to go and play this game. Well, so let's, I'm hope hoping, you're, let's hope yeah. you're... Just as not disappointed as you were after the True Detective. Boy, would that suck for a week for Ray. But, yes, we're going to go to the midnight release at the uh, West Hollywood GameStop. Very excited. Mm -hmm. We're going to go get a little little fall on some Titans. Maybe get some free stuffs, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be getting into new video games. Hey, guys. Come over and play video games with me. What was that? I don't know. That's your impression of me? Yeah. It's not a very good one. Hey, guys, we're going to be playing Titanfall. It's big robots. That actually sounded exactly like me. Yeah. I think about it. Wow. <laughs> I don't even, 
I thought I was talking to myself. Look at these for a big second. robots fighting each other. They are robots, and they're also fighting each other. That's why they're called fighting robots. So you can go ahead and contact the show in many ways because I don't want to talk to Brent anymore today. <laughs> Huzzah! So you can go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. You can get me at Almighty Ray. Or you can get me fighting robots. No, you can. Would you just do it? God dang it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Or you can get me at Scoops Pope. Thank you. Or you can get the show at. Oh my gosh, we crashed it again. God. Uh, at Ray Brent Podcast. Email the show, Ray Brent Podcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook. I think I've said it before, but we're going to have some fun show stuffs on there. Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. we got people we need to thank. Yeah. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The, the train wrecks. The train wrecks. we got to thank them. We have to thank Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network mm-hmm. for helping us out. Our logo maker, extraordinaire, artist, Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell. Go to JordanMonsell.com and Jordan Mon buys some artwork from him. That's you see right. There? That's mm-hmm. very exciting. The opposite. Because that's what that's words. Words. Yeah. But we also got to thank David Knoll, our intrepid producer, for being a part of it. Thank you from the booth. Thank, thank you for getting you, David. that hobo bow interview set up for us. Yep. That's very nice. Uh, anybody you want to thank, Brent? I would love to thank Mr. 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 Matthew Stafford. Why? Uh, because I did not know he was a thespian. A thespian? What are you talking yeah. about? He was in the finale of True Detective. Who? Who? No. Are you really. Who did he play, Brent? In a big twist, he played the Yellow King guy that had the spaghetti all over his face. And they're like, oh, wait, that's the guy with the burns. No, it's just Matt Stafford eating at Hometown Buffet. Just spaghetti. He's his... not fat! He, then why does he have all the spaghetti on his face? He did! That wasn't him! And why was he eating potted meat? Like, mm-hmm. Well, wait, was he wearing a Philly Fanatic costume? Did he steal the beef from Hobo Bo? You know what? We're going to have to ask next time. The hard-hitting stuff that you only get here on Raisin Brent. I think I'm done. Yeah, me too. Bye, everybody. Peace. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it I've got something to So do you have a joke? Well, we, do I, do I had an idea for something and then you like well, What's your idea? I don't know and then you said no And then I, now I don't remember what it was You didn't have an idea? Yes I did What was your idea? I don't remember because you said no I don't think you had an idea. I did. I don't think you did. I don't remember you ever saying like, oh, how about this? We could do this. Good idea. <laughs> I totally did, though. And you were like, eh, what about the, the we're doing the videos thing? And then I was like, oh, what, what was my idea? Well, I would have written it down if it was what a good idea. Let me check. Mm-hmm. Well, then you should have like three pages of stuff written down there. No, there's really nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs>